0: Hello, and welcome back to another special, not so special, (laughs) episode of Jacques Talks. The greatest show on the internet that you probably, some of you, I know, thought it was never coming back, never making its triumphant return. Well, here we are today, finally back from our long, long hiatus. I got a lot of, when are you coming backs? I got a lot of, please never come back. Um, uh, yeah, some people thought it was never coming back, but you know, it's always coming back. I think the, uh, the biggest, maybe biggest is the wrong word. Uh, I I'll just tell the story. It'll make sense. Um, when I was in college, I had a group of friends when I, I so I was in band, right? And the section I was in, I randomly freshman year decided to do this like publication. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a newsletter I did once a month. And I called it the monthly tone. We were the tone section, right? This is like the geekiest thing ever, right? Yeah. So I started doing this monthly little newsletter thing. It was just full of like jokes and different stuff. And it was always like, what is each member's XYZ? And then I'd, you know, do something for each member. There's like a couple of gags I would always do. Um, there's always like one story that had to do with one of the members. I, I don't, you know, to escape all the nitty gritty details, I did it every month. And then towards the end of sophomore year, I kind of stopped doing it every month. And I started doing it like every other month. And then it slowly but surely just kind of came to a I never did it anymore type thing. And I got a lot of criticism for that, because people liked it, people enjoyed it, it was a fun little thing I did. Um, you know, a lot of poking fun at everyone, including myself. So uh, I think I'm that I'm just kind of like that type of a person. I guess that's, if I'm not kidding myself, I'm the kind of person who starts something, gets really excited about it, um, does it consistently, slowly starts fading off, and then I stop doing it just because I run out of, I don't know, my creative juices or whatever. I think a lot of people are like that. That's why you know everyone starts going to the gym January 1st, and then half the people by March aren't even thinking of going to the gym. It's maybe human nature. I don't really want to get into the philosophy of it all, but point being... I, uh, I that is what happened with this show. I uh, I was pretty religious uh, in terms of posting weekly, and I slowly kind of started turning it turning into a once every other week show. To I just took like <laughs> four months off, so I I missed it. I I've talked about it a little bit with people um, in depth. That's an oxymoron, a little bit in depth. Or maybe not. See, right, we're picking off right where I left off of not being able to talk. But um, uh, no. So I, I think the big thing for me when I started doing this was I, I kind of needed something in my life. I needed th- this podcast to kind of have a day every week where I just sat down, talked about the things I've been up to, and I don't know, it was something fun for me to do. And the time in my life last February when I started it, I was living alone in a suburb of Massachusetts with, uh, not to say no friends, but a a lot less close to the friends I have now. And I don't know, it just was really something rewarding for me. It was something I looked forward to every week. And I I still, you know, for the past couple months, I've been like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I want to talk about this. And it's been the same passion. It's just been a lot harder to find, find time because my life is quite a bit different. I'm living in the city. I have a roommate. I have a lot more things that I do in my free time nowadays. Um, It's also football season, which I'm busy every Saturday and Sunday watching football, which I guess is kind of a lame excuse. But back when I started this, that wasn't the case. Um, It was like the playoffs. And over the course of the spring, you know, I'm, I'm not busy on the weekends with that kind of stuff. So, um, all that being said, I mean, this is all just kind of excuses. I'm just kind of trying to describe, uh, why I kind of stopped doing the show, but I, I didn't want to stop. Well, I guess I didn't want to, but that wasn't the goal. The goal was to never stop. I think in multiple previous episodes, I did almost talk about, mm, we'll see when I kind of stop doing it. Cause I knew it's kind of inevitable and I'm not going to sit here and promise that I'm back. Like the title of the show is not gonna be like, we're back. Because I'm recording this episode, me and Aaron are gonna record an episode too, so we're gonna have a double episode this week. And I guess I don't know the next time we'll be back. I want to do a show with a couple different friends as well. I'm definitely bringing my mics home when I go home for Christmas because some of my friends at home expressed they wanted to do an episode then as well. You know, there's other stuff I still want to talk about in general, um, like talking about some high school stories, some college stories that I've said multiple times I want to do a show on. So all that stuff is coming. Uh, I just want to be very transparent and say what this show was for me when it started is not exactly the same as it is for me anymore. And I know a lot of people find enjoyment in hearing me tell little stories and whatever. Um, and I really do appreciate that. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to me. So if you listen to me, thank you so much. But I just want to be like completely honest. I don't want to promise that Next week there's gonna be another show. I think I'm gonna try to hold myself to doing that. I want to do another show. I want to start doing it weekly again. Like that's essentially what I wanted to do when I took a I was kind of doing it every two weeks as you remember, or maybe you don't remember. Maybe this is your first show you're listening to. I don't know. Maybe you've got some new fans in the crowd. But I kind of slowly was going once every other week or once every three weeks. And then after another two weeks from posting that first episode in August, I kinda Realized that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want it to be a slow, uh, like pulling myself to do another episode because I've forgotten it for two weeks. I decided I'm going to take a break. I'm going to let myself, you know, take some time to yearn for recording shows again. I want to get to the point where I'm in the mood to be doing them every single week and stuff. So it was almost like the off season for me. Um, Not that this is a job or a sport, but I did really kind of need that recovery period. So today's episode i kind of thought about making it focused on like a thanksgiving-esque type theme so what i'm thankful for stuff like that i don't think we're gonna do that because one all my true answers for what i'm thankful for just like the most cliche things ever i'll talk about it um but two i don't know i don't i don't really want to make it very topical on that when there's three to four months worth of stuff i've been up to that i think is worth talking about as well so um that being said, uh, that, that is the time of the year it is. It's currently November 28th. Um, I'm recording this just as I get done with work. So we're chilling. Um, work is going amazing. I love my job. That's, I guess, one thing I'm very thankful for is I'm thankful for, um, I'm thankful for my work, my coworkers, um, my, like my job. i thankful for see, now I guess I am <laughs> just going to talk about the things I'm thankful for. Uh, I feel like I brought it up. I got to now. So, um, yeah, I'm like thankful for all my friends, my family, my health, like that. That's really the stuff at the end of the day. I am extremely thankful for there's like, I guess a niche things I'm thankful for too. I'm thankful the Vikings are good this year. Um, <laughs> I'm not depressed every week, just watching us choke games away. Um, I'm thankful. I'm able to stay in contact with family and friends back home in Minnesota. I'm thankful for my car, and it, I haven't gotten <laughs> in any more car trouble since my accident last March, and I don't know. It's like just very thankful in general. I don't think I've ever had really a year in my life where things have been down. You know, COVID was COVID, but in the grand scheme of things, like I didn't really lose anything over COVID, especially as much as a lot of other people did. So I think it's hard for me to... I don't even know I'm going with this. I'm just trying to say, I'm very thankful for that, that I, I have a lot to be thankful for and it's hard for me to think of things because I'm thankful. I'm always thankful for all the same things. Does that make sense? I don't know. But yeah, I've been reflecting on that this last weekend. Uh, Like I said, it's the end of November. We're about to get into December. Christmas time is my favorite time of the year. So we're hyped for that. What else is going on in life? I've, I've been in my house for a few months. My last episode, I think, was right when I moved in. So we've been chilling. That's been great. Uh, having a roommate again is kind of weird, but has been fun. I don't know if you just heard my work laptop go off. I have it open just in case I get some more messages near the end of the day today here. Um, what else is going on? Black Friday shopping. Oh, yeah. I'll get into some of the stuff I've been... I've kind of been a, a spender recently. But I got a I got a new Apple Watch, which is kind of, I guess, a flex. Um, it's new to me. I don't know. My sister, actually my sister's, I can't remember if it was, I think it was for Christmas last year. She gave me money to buy an Apple Watch. And I finally got it. So I'm pretty sure I used that money for other things at the time. But Mary, shout out. Uh, I finally did get that Apple Watch. I got like the, the most base model you can get just because... I mean, I'm not really an athlete or anything. I don't need all the heart rate, EKG type stuff. So, um, but that's a fun little purchase I made for Black Friday. I always go Black Friday shopping. I guess that's why I feel, I don't want to say obligated to say it, but I think if, if you know me, you know, I, I love, it's like almost compulsive, just like finding at least one deal on Black Friday and taking advantage of it. Um, that's, I don't know, not frugal of me or whatever, but ever since I was a kid, me, I think like some of my, my favorite early memories, obviously, this isn't that early, I probably was like, sixth grade or so the first time. But um, we've already done my middle school story. So I guess it's early enough in terms of (laughs) what this podcast is discussed. But um, me, my mom and my sister would always go out like at midnight, like this is back in How sixth grade I would have been, what 11, so like 2011, 2012. This was back before Black Friday was like open at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving, it was midnight is when things opened. And me and my mom and my sister would always go out. I think there was at least like a four year stretch where it was the three of us. Then, when me and my sister got old enough, like I went out with friends instead. My mom didn't want to go out as much, and that's when it started to get things opening earlier, anyways. But, But yeah, I think like the first year we went out, we went to Kohl's and Old Navy. We waited in, like, the most, like, absurd line for those stores you could ever imagine. We waited in line for, like, over an hour, maybe over two hours in both of those stores for, like, Christmas gifts my mom would get. And, you know, I'd get, like, a shirt or whatever. I don't know. I, it was just, like, more the fun of going out that late. Like, staying up past midnight when you're, like, 11 years old is kind of a big deal, I guess. And so to do it with my mom and sister is always, like, special to me. So ever since then, I've always been kind of just big on at least going out on Black Friday. So yeah, this year, I I guess I got this watch. I also got a new TV um, on a Black Friday deal, but I got that a week ago. Now the deals, it's not even the deals are available at 6pm on Thanksgiving. It's the week before they, they start the deal. So I finally got a TV for my room. I've kind of been wanting that for a while as well. Just so, you know, if I ever want to watch something like in my own room or whatever, I don't have to watch on my cell phone. But like, what did I do last year? Last year, I went. I went Black Friday shopping in like the mall that I lived close to when I lived um, in the suburbs of Massachusetts. And I don't know what I've. I've definitely gone out every year. Uh, I try to always like. Like it's just kind of like the. It's not like magic, but the the whole going into a store, seeing what they've got. Yeah, I don't know. That's what what I like to do. So, but like my first Xbox 360 I ever bought. This got to be. This had to have been when I was like 13 or so. I went and got a used xbox 360 from gamestop the morning of black friday and i wanted to go and get a new one there was a there was a deal on for new ones at walmart and the deal started like 6 p.m and my parents didn't want to leave thanksgiving early understandably so we ended up going to walmart like 9 just to see if they had any and they did but or i mean the deal was there is what i was trying to say but they were all out of them so i didn't get an xbox that way so i had to get a used one but it ended up working out it was all good i remember another year later um me and my friends like all talked and agreed that we were going to get the new xbox ones like at a later date we were all going to get them at the same time but then my friends went and got them on black friday um because their parents were like let's go get them like it wasn't really my friend's fault but i did feel like kind of cheated that all of us agreed we were going to get them at the same time so we could all keep playing together but then all of my friends got them instead of me so i was kind of left behind for a few months um, and then I remember I got, that was like when I was 15, that was a black Friday of whatever year I was 15. When I turned 16 in March, I got a job at Panera. That was my job. I got it like right when I turned 16 and like my first or second paycheck, the money I earned, I went and bought an Xbox one. So, um, that's how bad I wanted the game system to play with my friends again. So it all worked in the end, I guess for me, but I guess that's something funny. I didn't even about until now so yeah that was uh that was the time that was black friday for me this year i got my i went out and got that watch um i also got some records because record store day has a black friday deal so this is a fun little transition i guess is i now collect <laughs> vinyls um i'm not like a i guess i'm probably like a fake vinyl record collector to like the purists because really the only vinyl i have Is it vinyls or vinyl? I don't even know. See, that's how fake I am. I don't know what the plural of vinyl is. The only records I have are like modern uh, albums. It's all like music I know and I love. I'm not collecting like old 45s or like vintage type stuff. So I don't know. My, my collection isn't very hippie i don't know if that's the right way to say it but and like my my record player that i bought is like new and has like a bluetooth capability so it's it's all very like advanced and i'm like very much the new age guy thinks he's cool because he has vinyls guy um i don't think i'm cool i just think they're fun and something cool to collect so um i've probably annoyed my friends by like talking about them recently so i apologize for that but that is something uh I'm new into collecting. I think I've always been, I, I, I think my family knows better than anyone else's. I've always been like, once I start getting a couple things, I like have to get them all. I'm like a big collector kind of guy. I think that's why I like collecting baseball cards is it just inherently is easy to collect a lot of them because there are a lot of them and they're relatively cheap. But I started, I, I've always kind of wanted a record player. It's always kind of fascinated me. So uh, a couple months ago, I bought one. Or I bought like a record playing, a couple of vinyls, and I've kind of just been hooked to getting them ever since. So um, I bought some for Black Friday. Every week I usually buy like one or two. I go to the store, and well, I'm like at the store every week. So I'll like look at the vinyls that I have. I'll usually buy one or two. So my, my collection has grown kind of big, or like comparatively. Obviously, it's not like massive, but um, I think I'm slowing down now um, just because I've built up my collection. I have amassed a number of them that i listen to pretty frequently like i said i have bluetooth capabilities with it so i actually like to connect it to like my headphones and just listen to the vinyl play through my headphones which i I guess is probably not pure you know like record sound whatever but uh but yeah that's fun so that's something that's kind of new another thing that's new that i've been collecting is i've expanded my shoe game quite exponentially since uh, I think I last ever talked about it I think I at least talked about it on the show with Camille because she's the one who got me into sh- shoes and sneakers and I think I've probably talked about it on one of the more recent episodes as well but I started getting more pairs of shoes so I think I have like six or seven pairs of sneakers now I have one pair of Air Force ones I have two pairs of Jordan ones um I have like th- three pairs of New Balance 550s and I have a pair of uh Like he dunks. So I'm like kind of a sneakerhead now, I guess, which is like probably super annoying for me to say. Um, But I like, I don't know. They are really cool. I don't know why I never, I I, honestly, the reason I never did get into them before is they are kind of expensive and I definitely never had the money for them. So it never even really crossed my radar, but um, I do find them really cool. I've been trying to find ways to wear some of the, the pairs I bought, like one of the New Balance 550s I bought is like orange like sunburst orange or whatever so I don't really have a lot of clothes in that color so I don't really have a very matchy matchy outfit or like number of outfits for those shoes but I've been making it um making it work seeing where I can uh accent my clothes with those shoes and all the rest of the pairs of shoes I have so um I don't know it's been fun it's a new avenue I haven't um avenue I haven't really pursued concerning like my wardrobe is like what shoes I'm wearing. I've always just worn like a a crappy pair of sneakers or running shoes or whatever, you know, just something on my feet. But now it's like fun looking at the shoes I have and deciding which one of them goes best with what I'm wearing. So here's a fun, I'm trying to think now. So I'm just like thinking of now that I've talked about the shoes, what goes well with shoes is kicking kickball. If you recall. Oh, well, that rhymed. <laughs> um, I do like Dr. Seuss up in here. Um, but so we were in our second kickball season. I think the second one had started by the time I recorded my last episode. I probably should have went back and listened to my last episode. I think that's the beauty of it though, because there's no way whoever's listening to this listened to my previous episode, unless you're like r- listening to them in order. And you started after I recorded this one, in which case, um, that's not my fault. We're living in the now baby. So, um, unfortunately I did not go back and re-listen and check where we were in my kickball, uh, journey, but I do have an update to share. So the second season of kickball is done. If you recall, I'll just give a recap. You know, it doesn't matter uh, where we were at. So first season ended, we lost in the playoffs. It was truly, truly like best game of my life. Honestly, was that playoff game. We came in really motivated, really wanted to win. I remember being like a kind of a hard fought battle. It was a game I think we lost by maybe even like three runs, but we gave up three or four runs in the first inning and we tightened up after that. I think it was like a four to two loss or something like that. Um, and we gave up like three of those four runs in the first inning. So really it was, it was an uphill battle from the start and we, we, we grinded it out. We tried to get it and we just couldn't. So we decided not to stop there. We decided to go back for a second season, reload the team, um, uh, most of the same first team was on the second team. I think we only added a few people. Um, I don't think we lost anyone. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but, uh, we came back with vengeance. And so, in the second league was a little smart. I think, um, if there wasn't eight teams, there was just a couple more than eight teams, but second season, it was a good, it was a good average season. I think we were like five and three or something like that for eight games played, or maybe it was like four and two or it was like three, two and one something something around there you know we had more wins than losses but it was we not a ton of games played right and so comes time for playoffs and eight teams qualify for the playoffs and so this year round we we want to make some noise in the playoffs right we we had our first season didn't do too hot you know we at least qualified for the playoffs in the first season but unfortunately didn't move on this time around eight teams in the playoffs I, i don't remember if the first time around everyone did but let's pretend that not everyone qualified for the playoffs and we I think we had one win that whole season, so (laughs) maybe everyone qualified for the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Anyways, we make the playoffs. And so how it works is, just to simplify things and not make it be a bunch of games for eight teams, is they split the bracket into two halves. There's the top four teams play for gold, and the bottom four teams play for silver. And so we were ranked fifth. So we ended up being the one seed. Of the silver bracket, which might seem sad, but let me tell the rest of the story. I think maybe you'll be a little happy like I am. So ultimately, the team that won the gold bracket was the number one seed. They beat us earlier in the year like seven to one or something like that. Like we were not going to beat them. So if we had been the four seed, honestly, we, we probably would have lost and ended season with the same results as the first. Instead, we were the five seed, went into the silver bracket. So we played the eight seed. Um, I don't remember the score of that game. I'm pretty sure we like destroyed them though. So. It, it was a good game, and so then we were in the the silver championship game. Uh, this one was stressful, um, but but at the end of the day, I think we were all happy. We won a playoff game. We were thirsty for that silver medal, but at the end of the day, we we made strides to get better. We won a playoff game in our second season, and things were things were good. Um, but like I said, we we wanted that silver medal. I'm like telling this like some crazy story. I kind of already like gave away what happened. I feel like. So, anyways, um, first inning, we scored two runs um, I think that's what happened, yeah, 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 and, um, I actually, I, I ended up kind of, you know, not to toot my own horn, I started playing a lot better in that second season compared to the first, the first season I kind of played like a bum, and I think really it was my team that helped me play better, because, you know, when your teammates are playing better, you're playing better, um, there was one game though I remember the second season I, like, could not catch anything, and, uh, I ended up, like, benching myself, it was not, uh, it was not a a pretty game. By any means. But anyways, back to playoff game. We scored two runs in the first. We give up a run in the bottom of the first. Or I think they I think they were batting first. So, they scored zero runs. I think we scored two and they scored one run. Um and I remember it being my fault cuz I like overthrew someone at first base trying to make a hero play in the second inning like an idiot. So, that cost us a run. Uh, eventually we tightened it up, but for the rest of the game, it was just a defensive stalemate. No one scored any more runs. And so it came down to the final three and we clutched up and we won. So we won the game two to nothing or two to one. It's a really, really hard fought game. Tough, tough win. And uh, we ended up doing it. So we are the silver medalists of um, that league. I don't remember um, like, if, I mean, it's like BSSC kickball. I don't remember the the qualifications for that specifically, but, um, and it was like the Fenway iteration of it too. Anyway. So honestly, not that special at all, but I mean, we won, we won the silver medal. Uh, we didn't get actual medals. We got bags that say champions on them. So, um, ultimately no one can ever take that away from me. I am a kickball champion. Um, might be on the loser bracket of a Tuesday night league in uh, Fenway park, but, you know what? Like I said, no one can ever take that away from me or the rest of the team. So shout out that, that was a big, uh, big event that happened. Uh, I don't think not too long after my last episode. So, or it was, um, late summer, uh, like very early fall. So that was a fun little, uh, endeavor. Uh, Oh, there's, there's one story that I've been so meaning to tell on the show that like the second it happened, I was like, I got to tell that on the podcast, is one day we were driving to kickball and there's this roundabout on the intersection. Well, it's not the intersection, but there's a roundabout in Cambridge that is to the BU Bridge. And it's a really bad roundabout. There's like traffic lights. It's not really a roundabout, but it is because it's a bigger circle. But traffic on it is always a mess. It literally takes like 15 minutes to get through this roundabout. That's why I say it's not really a roundabout. So the point of a roundabout is so there's no stoppage. This has a lot of stoppage. Anyways, we're, like, chilling this roundabout, rotary, as they say in Massachusetts, and all of a sudden, like, two cars in front of us, this bike pulls up to it, and they, like, put the kickstand down, whatever, they reach into the, the like, pouch on the back of the bike and pull out an Uber Eats or, you know, DoorDash or whatever order and hands it into the driver. So I don't know how or what transpired in order for that to happen. I have to imagine maybe the driver the the biker knew the person in that car because i don't think you can like uber eats from your vehicle and be like meet me in the middle of this intersection in 10 minutes i know i'm going to be stuck in traffic but maybe they did i mean it was (laughs) like the weirdest thing ever because me and aaron were showing the car and he was like what the heck is this biker doing they're just like pulling up through the roundabout and uh now they just pull up to this car gave him their food and then biked off um It was really funny. I'd never seen, I've like seen biker Uber Eats deliverers, but never (laughs) someone in the middle of traffic, uh, getting food delivered to them. So that was kind of wild, but it was funny. It definitely, uh, (laughs) definitely cracked me up. So, um, what else, uh, what else has been going on in my life since then? So I think around the same time I went to the Jack Harlow concert. Uh, I think I mentioned previously, I was going to that. That was a lot of fun. I'm like, I'm a pretty big Jack Carlos stand at this point. I think the closer I got to the concert, the more I was like, oh, I got to learn all of his music. So it's like, I can like bop along at the concert, which I ended up doing. I'm, I, I'm kind of embarrassed. I'll, t- I'll tell a story from the concert. So the concert was great. Um, He had, I thought he had really good stage presence. He sang, you know, all of his famous songs. He missed a couple. Like, I don't think he sang Dua Lipa, but I mean, he didn't have time for everything. Um, He had some like fan participation. He had some Some people come up and shoot basketball shots. It was was like funny. It was a good time. There's one moment this girl (laughs) like taps me on my shoulder and she's like, um, respectfully, you know, the words to every song, they need to put you up on the stage and get you a microphone. I was like, (laughs) thank you. But I was like, oh my God, I need to like stop singing because (laughs) clearly, uh, I'm putting too much effort into, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't need everyone to know that I also know the word to everything. When I was just having a fun time at the concert. There's a lot of people like that. I definitely wasn't, like, the one person who knows every word. I think it's just I, I do retain words to songs better than I think a lot of people, especially probably a lot of the, like, random girls in that crowd who just like Jack Harlow because he's Jack Harlow. Not really for his, like, more niche music. Or I shouldn't say niche. His music isn't niche, but, like, the tracks on his album that are, like, not on the radio, you know, so... But it was really fun. It was a fun, good time. I went to another concert um, in that. It it was in uh, uh, the new venue in Fenway. It's the MGM. What's it like, actually? MGM. Because it's not like MGM Studios. What is it called? But I don't know. It's the new venue. It was really cool. Obviously, like, very new. Um, I was on the floor. Uh, The price for drinks is ridiculous. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess, in today's uh, economy. But, uh, But, yeah, overall, really good time. What else have I been up to? I think the other two big things that I've been up to since then are like the two events I've been to is two different football games. So I went back to Notre Dame, um, in, what was that early November? Oh no, this is November. It was early October or like mid October. I should have like (laughs) written down these dates before. So I remember, but it doesn't really matter. It's all blur anyways, in terms of storytelling and podcasting. So I went back to Notre Dame for a football game. I got to see my old friend Kevin. Uh, We we crashed on uh, his brother's dorm couch one of the nights I was there. I stayed with some other friends in their house the other night. Um, Shout out Shannon. And um, yeah, that was overall a really good time. I saw a bunch of friends I hadn't seen in a long time. Some of them I hadn't even seen since graduation. Uh, My seats to the football game, best seats I've ever had in any, I want to say pro sports event ever. Obviously college football is not pro sports, but... d1 college football games are as good as a pro sporting event in terms of venue um but we were literally second row uh from the field on the home side on like the 35 yard line like we were in prime seats for the game um and it was a rivalry game we played stanford And it was just the atmosphere is great, great game, Um, except we lost. I think it was like 14 to 10. It was so abysmal. Honestly, like maybe the low point of our season, other than our loss to Marshall. Um, Just this past weekend, we actually lost our fourth game of the year, but that was to a better ranked USC team. So we'll be getting a decent bowl this year, or like semi-decent. We'll probably get, I think one projection I saw has going to the Gator Bowl, which is in Florida. Um, So, you know, that'll be a good time for for the players and stuff like that. De- definitely not getting a New Year's Six Bowl this year, but um, I'd rather have a chance to win our bowl this year, unlike last year when we choked away, like, a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, Notre Dame gets a decent bowl and they have a good time down there. Um, but back to my my game I went to. Uh, like I said, it was a really fun time visiting old friends. It's my first time ever tailgating, which is kind of wild. Or th- when I went back for a game last year, I, like, kind of tailgated, but I more just hung with a friend the whole time in... Uh, their, their parents held like a little... We just like ate food and watched the noon games out of a, a phone, like out of the back of my friend's car. So it wasn't real like tailgating, tailgating. But this time I went to like the stadium lot, the library lot, um, you know, drank, ate food. It, it was a really, really good time. And that's where I saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen since graduation, a lot of different seniors. So yeah, the reason we had good seats... I, I'm like jumping all over the place. The reason we had good seats is my friend's boss is like a season ticket holder. He wasn't going back for this game, so we gave him to my friend. And so, yeah, um, everything was, <laughs> I can't even think, but, uh, everything was perfect other than us losing, but trip was great. I didn't have to ride the train, even though I flew out of Chicago. Cause my, I had a friend drive me into South bend when I arrived and my friend, Kevin drove back to his home in Kansas city. So he just drove and dropped me off at the airport in Chicago. So I didn't have to ride any trains. Um, the flight was great. Everything was fun, uh, dandy and, I think I only took off work on Friday, so it was a success. Um, don't know the next time I'll be back to Notre Dame. Probably next year for a football game. Who knows, though? Next year, I like won't really know any underclassmen or you know students in general. So I think it'll be, you know, the further you get out, the less pull you have to, to want to come back. Obviously, I love the team. I love the school. So hopefully I'll be back next year, but uh, I guess we will wait and see. Part of me also wants to go to Ireland for their game in Ireland in um, August, so we'll see if I end up doing that. I've been like, the closer we're getting to that, the more I'm thinking it might not happen just like logistically, because I don't really have anyone to go with me, um, and I have other friends who are going, but they're like going with their families, they're going with, like their girlfriend, Like, I'm not trying to like become, just asked to get tagged along and stuff, but I do really want to go to that game, I want to go back to Europe, so hopefully I make that work, but um, maybe not, I don't know. So, yeah, that was one of the football games I went to. The other one I went to... Sorry, if... (laughs) Now, uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm like... People who don't really care have probably tuned out of the episode at this point. Which, I guess, is more of a reason for me to continue with the rest of what I want to say. Because people who don't care (laughs) will have turned it off already. But the other thing I went to is I went to the Vikings play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo uh, two weeks ago. So, that was probably the best football game I've ever been to. I think that's hard to say because I've been to some really, really good ones, actually, um, courtesy of Notre Dame. But I think the the best, like, pro sports game I've ever been to, like, hands down, was this game. Um, if you don't know what happened in the game, so uh, I'll, I'll give the lead-up to the game first. So I drove out to Buffalo. I was just going for the weekend. So I drove out Saturday morning. I drove back Sunday night. The game was on Sunday at, like, 1 o'clock. So it all kind of worked out. And my friend asked me to go to the game because he had like, long story short, he had a flight he had to use. So he's like, I want to go to a sports game. And he's a Vikings fan as well. Just not as big as me. The Vikings are his, like number two team, but he was like, uh, his number one team is the Bengals It's John. I've like talked about him before. So, um, the Vikings are his two team. The Bengals are his one team. The Bengals aren't playing. Also, he has season tickets to the Bengals. So he sees them all the time. He's like, I want to go to a Vikings game. I could fly to upstate New York and my sister lives up there. We could stay with her in in rochester and so jacques like would you want to drive out you're like kind of close i was like yeah like i want to see the vikings that sounds awesome so i drove out uh we stayed there saturday um saturday night at his sister's place and we went out to you know some bars drank a little um watch college football watch notre dame beat navy um had some buffalo wings obviously you got to while you're up there And, and um yeah it was just overall really good catching up with him just enjoying and I nice sat Saturday away from home, essentially, which is a little small vacation. And the drive was really, really calm. I left really early on Saturday. It was like 5am. So the roads were mostly clear, honestly. Um, and yeah, so we went to bed, uh, woke up early on Sunday. We went to Niagara Falls. I'd never seen it before. So that was really cool seeing. Um, and then we went to the stadium. So the game started at one, we got to the stadium at like nine to 10 ish, I think somewhere in there. And we parked in the stadium lot and we decided to just walk around and, uh, Just see what was what and uh, see the tailgating. Because obviously, if you don't know, like, the Buffalo Bills fans are, like, notorious for like having kind of crazy tailgates like Bill's mafias, what a lot of them call themselves and stuff so we kind of just wanted to see if we could like find any of the crazy stuff going on we ended up um some people we, we had like Vikings jerseys on and stuff so people would like stop us and kind of like say stuff to us this one guy was like oh if you want to see some crazy stuff like you got to go down by those flags at the bottom of this hill there's no hill so we were like um okay that's kind of interesting but whatever so we ended up actually finding what he was talking about I don't remember the name of it but it's just, if you've like seen stuff it's that's where we were like, we saw some dude break a table. It was kind of funny. We saw... They, they kept calling this dude the mustard guy. <laughs> well, essentially what they do is they have him stand at the bottom of this car. And they've got people get on top of cars and just spray bottles of ketchup and mustard on him. I, it's just fun, crazy, you know, get-ready-for-the-game hype stuff. So, um, But while we were waiting for that, these, like, other Vikings fans came up, came up to us. And they're like, oh, where are you guys from? Like, talking to us, whatever. They just, like, passed us drinks. It was like... <laughs> honestly, what we wanted out of the tailgating is to just find Vikings fans who would give us drinks. Cause obviously we didn't roll up with, with anything. Maybe we should have, but, um, we got a couple beers from them. I had one more beer in the stadium, but I didn't end up getting crazy at the game. I had to drive home and stuff like that. And obviously I <laughs> don't know that I wanted to partake too much in enemy territory anyway. So we had a couple drinks and that was kind of it, but it was, it was, it was a good time. So, um, the stadium from the outside, the Bill's stadium, honestly looks like just like, I guess like the way I thought of it is, is it looks like a Texas high school football stadium. Cause you know, Texas high school football is like big. So their high school stadiums are known to be like kind of extravagant on their own. So from the outside of this Bill's stadium, it, it really just looks like this, the look of a high school stadium, just bigger. So I thought of it, like I said, like sort of like a Texas high school football stadium, but you get into it and you realize that the like bottom bowl of the stadium is built into the ground it like goes levels lower so it's it's way it feels way bigger inside than what it looks like outside but we were in the upper deck we only paid like 120 dollars each for the tickets after fee so really awesome deal we're on like the 40 yard line or something like that so really awesome seats and we are on the away side so we were primarily with like bill season ticket holders um but they they were good sports some of them like talk to us like evenly about the game, you know, whatever. A little chipper here and there, but there's a one like blackout drunk dude in front of us who was like <laughs> anytime the Bills would do something good, he'd turn around and just like pointed us and like shouted at us. I, it was like all good fun. We didn't shout back. We weren't getting aggressive. We knew he was just drunk and having a good time, but it was all good. The Vikings would do something, they'd get mad and me and John would get up and like clap and, you know, high five and stuff like that. So, it was good. But anyways, in terms of the game, Vikings started off hot. We took a lead. The Bills kind of rumbled back, took a bigger lead. And at halftime, I think they were up by 14 points, I think. It was like 24 to 10. Um, so things weren't looking great. And then they scored again in the second half, and they went up by 17 points. And at that point, I guess I was just happy to be there, happy I could see the Vikings play live this season, happy to you know, go to a stadium I, I don't know the next time I'll ever get the chance to go back to. When I was like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. So I get up, go to the bathroom. And while I'm in the bathroom, we rip off like a 75-yard rushing touchdown. I'm like, what the heck? I should just stay in the bathroom. <laughs> but the bathroom was like the funniest place ever, though, because that's where I got harassed the most for wearing a Kirk Cousins jersey. Um, people tell me to hurry up and, <laughs> you know, what you can imagine in a men's bathroom full of drunk Bills fans, I guess. But we um, went back to the seat. So, you know, we pulled it back to a 10-point game. Um, I think they scored again. I don't even remember um but yeah eventually we battled our way back um, and we got really close to taking the lead we were on the one yard line fourth and goal and we tried to sneak it in and we got stopped short and so it was like oh shoot well the game's over and they snap the ball in the next play and all he has to do is just like get go one yard and it's over so I see the snap snap the ball the pile moves a little I'm like I turned my French on I'm like well that's a game we can start headed out now and then all of a sudden, the Vikings players start going crazy down on the field. And I'm like, what the heck happened? Well, it turns out what happened is the Bills player fumbled it, and we actually recovered. So we scored points, and we did take the lead. So it was like crazy. Like, me and John are going crazy. All the Bills fans are, like, in disbelief. But it's only a three-point game. So they ended up marching down the field. In, like, the 40 seconds that were left, they tie the game. We go to overtime. And at this point, I'm like, oh, great. Like, <laughs> I want us to win really bad. But also, I didn't want it to go to overtime because I got to drive home that night because I had work on Monday that I could not miss. So, luckily, like, to skip all the suspense, because I think most people know what happened, and if you don't, you probably don't even care. We go down, we score a field goal. Um, They start driving down. If they score a touchdown at this point, they win. If they kick a field goal, you know, the game keeps going on, but we end up getting an interception, the game ends, and we win. So, we won an overtime, big victory. The Bills fans were stunned, disbelief. It's like, there's one point of the game, I think, like when they fumbled it and let us take the lead. Um, It's like the quietest I've ever heard. A crowd of people like it was insane but uh yeah we we won i was so on top of the world super happy the trip was more than worth it um great catching up with a friend seeing a football game go vikings you know unfortunately the next week we got embarrassed by the dallas cowboys which <laughs> last week shout out connor connor came over to uh connor's a, a friend i have out here i don't know if i've ever mentioned him on the show i think maybe i have but he came out to to my house to like he, he had never been to my new house and so he his goal was to like, you know, see the house and we'd like order food and watch the football game and it'd be a good time. But <laughs> the Vikings got destroyed and we were down by so much so early that I was like, <laughs> Loki sitting in the corner, like texting my brother and stuff like, just like disgusted with how the Vikings are playing. And so he he did not come over and get to uh, enjoy as good of a football game as I got the week before. But but anyways, Connor, if you're listening, I, I do appreciate you for coming over. It's really nice catching up with you. So hopefully we can catch up again soon. Hopefully (laughs) next time we don't plan it for a football game that ends up being trash. But anyway, so yeah, that was my fun little trip. I drove back. The drive was pretty bad. Honestly, I was like so tired by the time I got home. I got home at like 3.30 in the morning, uh, went to bed, got like four or five hours of sleep, woke up and went to work. So Um, quick weekend excursion, but uh, it was awesome. So I would do it again for sure. And yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to. Those are the couple little trips, little events. I What else? Halloween was about a month ago now. That's, I think, the other, like, big thing that's happened since. I dressed up as a, who was, I, I think I was technically going as Rooster from Top Gun. Um, I was just trying to think if it was Rooster or if I was saying I was um, Goose. I, I always, like, mix the two up just because I saw both of those movies, like, at the same time uh, again like recently. So I was like, which one is the dad and which one is the son, but rooster is, I think uh, miles teller. And so that's who I went as in this year for Halloween. I was like, I got to do something that's like relevant to my mustache. Um, I think most people know by now it'd be a very shocking revelation. If you are listening to this and didn't know I have a mustache, but, but yeah, I was like, I got to do something that like kind of works with the mustache. So I chose him and I like funny little anecdote. So I bought patches for like this green bom- bomber jacket I have, um, to like complete the fit, And my like Top Gun school patch that I was wearing while we were out for Halloween fell off. And I was like, what the heck? Like that was the most expensive patch I bought. I was really frustrated. So I'm like looking around on the floor of the bar for like my patch that had fallen off. And on the ground, I saw a patch. I was like, oh, thank goodness I found it. I bent down, I pick it up and it's not my patch, but it's another Top Gun patch. And this one was like an authentic one, like real top gun. Well, not like real military, but like mine was like some crappy one I bought on Amazon. This one was like from a real costume. I was like, Hey, yo, I just made an upgrade to my patch. So the, the only sad thing is it said Maverick on it. Obviously I wasn't going as Maverick. So the next night for Halloween, cause we went on like Friday and Saturday on Saturday, I was like, Oh, I just stole Maverick's jacket. Unfortunately, the, 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 like, stuff I used to keep the patch on the jacket, because I didn't want to, like, stitch it on, because I want to use that jacket, it you know, like, in real life. Um, it just wasn't working, so I lost that patch, too. <laughs> so I ended up losing the patch, or both patches, so... I no longer have that patch. Don't know that I would ever want to repeat that costume anyways, just because repeating is kind of... loser, but, um... But yeah, that was a fun <laughs> turn of events to be really mad about losing my patch, to finding one that was just better. <laughs> so yeah, Halloween was good. I think the only sad thing about Halloween is I, we had candy for kids and I was like ready for trick-or-treaters. And I guess my neighborhood just isn't popular because no kids came. So no trick-or-treaters. And we just, I think we still have some of that candy. Uh, me and Aaron have kind of been snacking at it, I think the last couple of weeks. So, um, if you want some candy and you're my friend in Boston, just, uh, stop by the house. and You can pick some up. It's kind of old at this point, I guess like a month or two months old. So I don't know take that for what you will um but yeah I think that is uh that's just about it I'm trying to think if there's anything else um what have I got coming up I'm going home for Christmas I think I already mentioned that so that is going to be exciting Uh, very much looking forward to that I'm driving home so maybe I'll do an on the road podcast probably not (laughs) just something that came to mind we'll see But yeah, I am also today going to be recording an episode with Aaron, so we're going to have a double episode this week. Just this solo episode, I just wanted to make one kind of catching people up, talking about where I've been, you know, why the podcast has kind of been gone, and um, yeah, we'll come back with a bang with this episode, with my episode with Aaron, and I think the goal is next week is sit down and record one of these episodes I've been wanting to record. I think I'll decide over the next week which one that's going to be, so no promises, no anything, no promises at all in general if I'm going to be back next week, but that is the goal. And yeah, please, you know, I think one of the big reasons I finally was inspired to do this again is I think uh, a lot of people ask me like, when's it coming? Like, oh, Jack, you should make another one, you know, big fan. No one says that, but, (laughs) but, uh, you know, if you guys who are listening do, you know, want me to keep doing it, I'm not trying to like sound corny and stuff, but, um, like I am more inspired to do it when people tell me they like it. Um, obviously I think the I'm not like when I say this. I've always said this. The biggest reason I do it is for me, because I know in 10 years when I can come back and listen to these, it's it's gonna make uh, you know a world of a difference for me. I think uh, this is some level of audio diarying, um, but uh, knowing other people listen and like it, um, that really does. Make me want to keep doing it and the big reason why i told that story at the start of the show about the like newsletter i did for my friends um i did it monthly and then like i said i started doing like bi-monthly or whatever the only reason i i genuinely ever kept doing it bi-monthly is because my friends like begged me to do it because they loved it so much so um i do tend to lack motivation when i you know, do something for so long. I think this is episode like 23. You know, I've, I've been doing this podcast a number of times. This is, I didn't quit after like five episodes. Right. But it really does help when I get inspiration from others. Cause, um, I think that's why it's easier to do shows with other people is I can sit down and talk for an hour every week and I can do it. And I, I enjoy doing it. Otherwise I would have stopped at three or four episodes instead of 20 some. um, but it's harder to come up with more things because I feel like I'm saying the same things over and over again. And I feel like I'm running out of ideas. Am I? I I guess probably not, but you get self-conscious when you're just talking into a box for, for hours on end. So I don't know, like we're at the point in my show where straight up, if you wanted to sit down and listen to every episode, it would take you more than a day, like a 24 hour day. Um, and that kind of says something. So hopefully we'll get to 48 soon. This is you know maybe the revamp of the show i think that couple month break is what i needed i'm excited to get back at it we'll probably be a little sporadic around christmas time but then once we get back into january february um i'll be right where i was last year um in terms of schedule and i don't know mood based on the weather type vibes and stuff it's getting dark pretty early nowadays and um yeah i have these like not to like spoil anything but i've these kind of thoughts for Maybe each season of the show is a year, so we're still on season one, and I think season two I want to change some things in terms of, uh, I won't spoil anything, but um, there's stuff to look forward to, and this isn't just a little crapshoot project I did and now I'm done. I'm back. Um, I don't want to say the words, I'm back. This is Michael Jordan. I'm not coming back for three more rings, you know? Um, I didn't win three to begin with, so we're back, quote unquote. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear this episode. You're listening right now. I'm excited for you to hear the episode with Aaron that is to be recorded. And um, yeah, so that is all I have today. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you. Having an awesome time. I hope the last four months for you has been great. If we, I don't think, <laughs> I always talk about like, if we haven't talked in a while, I don't think really many people listen to the show who I don't talk to regularly. But if it is the case that I don't really know what you've been up to the last couple of months and you happen to listen to this episode, um, one, I appreciate you for listening. And two, I hope the last several months for you has been great as well. And uh, I hope we can catch up soon, especially if you're in Minnesota and I haven't seen you in like a year because I will be back for three weeks this December. So, feel free to hit me up. But um, anyways, yeah, I didn't hit the hour mark today, but that's okay. We don't always have to. This is a little bit of a ketchup episode. I've said ketchup multiple times and it just makes me think of the condiment. So I think that means it is time to wrap up. Hopefully I'm not burnt out for this episode with Aaron. I don't think I'll be okay. Shock. It's time to wrap up. You're just (laughs) dragging on now. Um, But okay. Yeah. Hope everything is good for everyone. I will catch you on the flip side, brother. I don't know why I said that either. Um, definitely time to log off. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. I will talk to you in the next episode. Alright. Peace.